Hey y'all, it's Lauren Ash. Hey, it's Zakiya Najiba. Welcome to the Black Girl Gnome podcast. Black Girl Gnome creates space for women of color to breathe easy. Through our podcast and our entire lifestyle brand, we promote holistic wellness and inner beauty for women of color, and we encourage self-care, self-love, and self-empowerment for communities of color. It's episode 11 of our podcast. Woo-woo! Yes. Yes, yes. How you been, Lauren? <laughs> I'm good. You know, we got these snacks in the studio. I feel great. I was feeling a little weak before. Yeah, I had a rough morning. I was kind of like, I lost some stuff. You know, like you lose something, like your ID or like a card, and you're like rushing in the morning to find it. Or maybe it's just me. No, like last through. minute, and you're just right. like, Ugh. And I'm like, ugh. Yep. So that's how my morning started. <laughs> but I'm, I'm cool now. Good. Now. Good, yeah. I think it's great. Um... I woke up and just immediately started working, but I have the day off tomorrow, so I'm telling myself it's okay. <laughs> I have the day off tomorrow, I'm going to bliss out. I've been working a lot lately, and I'm just really tired, to be honest. i got to invest in myself. Yeah, I mean, if wisdom. you're out here talking about wellness and self-care, you got to take care of yourself, yep. girl. That is the ultimate dilemma, though, I feel like, for those of us who are wellness practitioners and you know, yoga instructors, or if we're just advocating for wellness and self-care, like... Folk don't realize that sometimes we're often the ones that, mm-hmm. you know, at times neglect ourselves the most because we're looking out for everybody else. Right. So it's always a journey, though. Yes. Yes. Everything is a journey. Yes. Everything is a journey. Yes. So really excited about who we have literally next to us in the studio right now. Our first, like, in-studio guest, which is This is our first in-studio guest Yogi. Yes. <laughs> and it's great because a lot of people, when they think about Black Girl Gnome, I think they immediately think of yoga, which is cool. Um, mm-hmm. So we are going to focus on yoga today and have our very first questions for a yogi podcast. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a series, y'all. So get excited. <laughs> We're going to focus on um, black women yoga instructors who are doing some really dope things, learning a little bit more about the practice through their eyes and their perspective. So Super excited to announce that Carla Huffman is with us in the studio. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Bars. <laughs> this has been my joke. <laughs> so Carla's really excited that she has a microphone in front of her. Yes. <laughs> she might spit for us later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we're prepared a little verse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We can cipher. I, I would can... definitely lose my fiance. <laughs> <laughs> Like, don't you ever in your life. <laughs> You're embarrassing me. <laughs> Maybe we can get our producer, James T. Green, to like beatbox. Oh, and then we can snap. all come in. Yes. <laughs> I got some bars I need to lay yes. down. And it starts bars. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we are already having way too much fun. <laughs> yes. So, Carla, why don't you share a little bit about yourself okay. as a yogi, but also just everything that you are? You're amazing. Oh, thank you. You're amazing part, Deuce. And <laughs> one. And Zakia, you too. Um, I'm Carla Huffman. I am born, raised Chicago. Chicago, Chicago is in my blood. You'll hear it in my voice. I have that Chicago nagging A accent. Um, I'm also gypsy yoga. Um Because I feel like a gypsy all day. As Lauren spoke earlier, I teach full time and I don't practice as much as I should. I do practice. I get on my mat, mm-hmm. but... It's a lot because I'm moving around all over the city teaching. Um, I do events all over the city. I do Yomosas as a series um, at a music venue in Chicago, The Promontory. 
I'm pretty sure you guys heard of that a couple of times around I've, here. Yes. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's lit, basically. Pretty much everybody is at the promontory. And if you're not, <laughs> uh, you need to get there. <laughs> there is always something going on. Yes. Um, mimosas is yoga and mimosas. And it's lots of mingling afterwards. A lot of connections. It's really fun to see how it's grown in the last two years. Yeah. Um, I started doing a trap yoga party. Yeah. We talked all about that. That is twerk, fun. Twerk, twerk. Um, and then other than that, I teach a lot of privates. I teach at uh, gyms. Teacher core power. Um, yeah, I'm a full-time yoga teacher. It does exist. It is a lot of work. It's not floating on clouds and saying hum hum drum. It's a lot of like, how can I help you? What do you need? I'm so sorry. I love you. Let's do some yoga and hugs. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's me, Carla, Gypsy Yoga, last two years. Yay. <laughs> and uh, I think that you and I met... I don't even remember specifically when we met, but shortly after, I do remember. That's a lie. I came to Core Power. Uh-huh. I was introducing my friend Shelby, who now you know too. Yes. To Core Power and and uh, heated yoga. And I remember going in thinking, oh my God, please let there be a black girl teaching us. Please let there be a black girl teaching us. Please, please, please. Yes. And I, like, lo and behold, walked up to the desk and there was you sitting with your locks. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and I handed you, like, a black girl gnome card because I was like, oh my God, like, I already have good vibes. Like, maybe she can, like, teach with black girl gnome too. It's going to be great. Went to your class. You were playing R&B, soul. I was like, yes, this is my kind of class. Yes. And um, it was great. And then you started teaching also some black girl Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that was really fun that's how i met ray and now ray i'm like ray you're dj let's (laughs) do this now um yeah you came in with a smile you and shelby and it's always been a smile every time i see you guys walk in you guys i love seeing black women coming in to take class because i'm gonna try my damnest to change whatever thoughts you might have so um when i see people come into class i'm like and they're black i'm like okay i'm about to be the best person i could possibly be at this moment no matter how i'm feeling today so i want them to keep coming back and not know you don't have to be flexy bendy um you can come in whatever way you want to come in and know that my goal for the next hour is to change how you feel like i really feel that way that's amazing and that's why i love when you've taught for like black girl and ohm like the sessions that i've been involved with you you are challenging as a yoga teacher, mm-hmm. but it's not challenging to the point where it's like, I can't do this or like I'm doubting myself. Like it's very accessible and like anybody can participate. Yeah, thank you. I think for me, I think because I teach what I can do mm-hmm. and, you know, like I get obsessed about a posture and like I'm doing it. And you can always tell that on my Instagram page. <laughs> I'm like, hurdlers, hurdlers, hurdlers in this outfit. <laughs> Crow pose, crow pose. And I think that um, that's a big thing. When people hear yoga, especially in the black community, they're just like, well, I can't touch my toes. Mm. And I couldn't touch my toes the first time I did yoga. Um, My journey didn't even start in Chicago. I started in San Francisco, which everywhere in San Francisco, everyone's doing yoga, like on the grass. And I had that mentality, too, when I used to see that. I'm like, oh, my God, these San Francisco people are there just high and doing yoga all day. What are they doing? (laughs) Um, And then I took a class, and I will admit, my first class, I fell asleep. Because I was tired. Like, that's what I needed to do at that time. Sleep. Um, and then I would take more and more classes. And it was just this nice build up to see, like, how it changes. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back to Chicago, I took classes around and stuff. And I loved all of it. But, A, I didn't see anyone look like me. So it was, I had that mentality, like, how are you going to teach me if you don't know what my body even, like, feels or how I move or these hips of mine and these tight shoulders of mine. Yeah. Um, and then when I did take a couple black women teachers, I loved it. But I was like, 
you know, I want to teach too. So when I started to teach, I wasn't able to do any inversions or do anything, you know, crazy that you see on Yoga Journal. I was able to literally just touch my toes and lift my arms above my head. So no, when I teach different variations and modifications to people, it's more or less the sense of you can do this today, but tomorrow you'll be able to do this. And like in another month, yeah. you'll have it on your Instagram page doing crow pose, touching your toes and even just standing tall or using the, I told Lauren, I was like, headstand, get in the hallway and just lift your legs up. Worst case scenario, heels will fall on one side of the hallway <laughs> and on the other side of the hallway. <laughs> but hey, that's the handstand. In midway, get a picture. Yeah. So like, <laughs> it's all tricks and trades. Um, but yeah, like I know, I know I'm difficult sometimes and I, I've seen the faces especially I'm a hip girl I love teaching hips and if I have a woman if I have a class full of women it's going down like, I, yes like, we know those hip going, openers going I remember <laughs> I am such a hip girl too and so that's one of the reasons why I love you and why you're one of my favorite teachers I just think you remember when um, you were guiding black girl and Ohm soul stay woke session mm-hmm. which was now like <laughs> two like like a year and a half ago, probably at the promontory on the patio. Yeah. And you taught that class that like literally I was walking different for the whole next week. Like when (laughs) I got out of bed the next day and the next day and the next day and I walked around, I noticed that I just was walking in a different way, in a way that was a lot more open and freeing. And that like, it was just so amazing to me. It was so amazing to me. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I'm just like, because I'm thinking about the hip openers and like, I remember there was one class we had, um, where was it? I can't, I think it was like at a black girl in Ohm retreat. I know it was like a black girl in Ohm session. Was it downstairs and in the woman made gallery or it was the last retreat you guys, the first retreat you guys had? I don't think it was that. Mm, okay. It was another. Janice Bond's place. Yes. <laughs> Janice's condo. Like, which when one? And we did a hip roots. opener, and it was yes. like, the lights were low, there were like candles, there was mm-hmm. like music, and we did a hip opener, and I was like, oh my God. It was like all of this like release energy that yeah. just like came out. Hips are important, especially with black women. Um, Like, legitimately, like, I was raised by my grandparents. My grandmother always told me, like, you put all your emotions in your hips. And you're a hippie girl, girl. So just know, like, (laughs) I swam in college. So, like, I was shoulders and really, Mm. like, the hips just developed. Because, I mean, I'm black woman. They were going to come eventually. (laughs) And she was just like, as you've grown older, like, you stash your emotions in your hips. So, um, and usually women come to my class that are of, of color, like, we have hips, and that's like makes us amazing, of course, makes us beautiful bodies. But also, like that's where we hold our emotions. So I'm always like, exhale out, like let it go. We're all in here, letting something go. Get into those hips, and you'll walk different, you'll move different. People will notice the difference, and you'll notice like what you've released. You'll notice mm-hmm. like that one thing you were holding on to before class. Mm, it doesn't matter anymore. I right. love that. So um, today we're going to intentionally kind of dive into some questions for you. I think for me, why this series that we're starting is important is that kind of what you were saying before, Carla, about how you realize your importance when you're standing in your yoga studio when there are black women entering the space. Mm -hmm. You realize that representation matters, both in terms of representing what a yogi can look like, but also representation, I think, matters in the fact that you're a yoga teacher. So now these women might consider also teaching, which I think is really great because we just need more of us. Um, And 
And so it's so key. And so I hope that like this conversation can inspire more women of color, more black women in particular to consider yoga as a practice for healing, transformation, growth, the list goes on. And then also maybe consider teaching as well. So with that in mind, I have a question. Okay. When did you first <laughs> fall in love with yoga? Was there a moment, a series of moments, an experience? I first fell in love with yoga. So I've been bi-coastal when um, I was in my early 20s. San Francisco was when I was introduced to yoga, but um, I fell in love a long time ago. And I was living in New York and um, wasn't working, but I was just taking classes. And I fell in love in Brooklyn with the teachers that I don't remember her name anymore. I wish I could shout her out correctly. Black woman, dreadlocks, maybe in her late 40s. And like she just exude this like essence. And you know how you see an older woman who's black and you're just like, damn, girl, yes. how can I like Goals. be in your <laughs> space, your shoes? Like, can I just have your skin? Like, let me just do this. And that was the first time I ever met a black woman who didn't come because I was younger. And I know we also come across this when you are younger and you come around certain black women who you know, or jaded in their whatever way that they give you advice of like, well, you're just young, mm -hmm. you know, but her advice was just like, hey, you know, how you doing? Like, don't be sad. Like, it's OK. Like, girl, you will laugh about this in a couple of years, like probably yes. tomorrow. That's and I took beautiful. her class and it was just like flowy and it was drums. And then ugh, Eric Badu came on. I was like, done. Scene. <laughs> yes. um, and I was like, wow. This is a flow like I'm flowing and I feel the beat and I feel it in my feet, my hips, my shoulders. Um, Yeah. First time. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, And then when did you know slash feel that you had to teach? Was it long <laughs> after that moment? Well, yeah. No, not long. It was short. I came back home to Chicago and um, I was taking class up north um, in different diversity level up north of teachers and I was uh, taking a certain type of yoga and I just looked around and I just didn't feel comfortable um, and it wasn't because the teacher was not a good teacher or like the space wasn't a nice space everything was physically comfortable aesthetically it was but like for me it wasn't it wasn't um Comfortable, comfortable for me emotional. I didn't have that experience I had with the lady in Brooklyn right. that I had when I was up north. And I was like, okay, I need to teach. Like, I need to do something. I don't know what it is, but something needs to change. Um, so I didn't even really research. I just signed up for a yoga, um, <laughs> a yoga training and came to find out, come and find out the person, the two people who are leading my training are like, some of the most important famous people of Chicago when it comes to teaching. <laughs> didn't know this, didn't even have aware of this until like a couple years after teaching. But yeah, that was the moment when I was like, I should teach. That's awesome. And how have you, so I'm really interested in like the landscape of Chicago mm -hmm. in regards to like wellness and like yoga. So when you first started teaching in Chicago was like a was there like a specific intention for like where you were gonna teach or like what spaces you were like passionate about? teaching in no when I first started teaching I just wanted to teach mm -hmm. so I didn't I mean I just was like whoever will take me I'll go teach <laughs> <laughs> seriously um and also I mean it's scary like I'm doing I just finished a training right now with new teachers and it was just hilarious how um we were talking about like our elevator speech or like if you went to an interview as a yoga teacher, what would that look like? What would impact you? And it was just funny like to listen to what they were saying. Like, I want to teach here at this spot. And I'm like, don't have that expectation. You go and you teach where you get accepted. Um, So when I first started teaching, no, I didn't have a location. But 
in the last two years when gypsy yoga started i was like mm-hmm. these are the things that i want to do these are the um certain places i want to be this is what i want to do for what i think yoga is for me but when i first started teaching it was like application out good luck hope i get it <laughs> or you create your own opportunity yeah you create yeah you have done now yeah with gypsy yoga mm-hmm which I did with Black Girl Gnome. I think it also depends on like your intention. Like if you want the consistency of a certain studio mm-hmm. and kind of random people, but in a good way, people that you have the opportunity to grow with and mm-hmm. get to know you and your practice. Yeah. Um, or do you want to kind of um, reach a very specific, you know, yeah. niche or yeah. have a very specific vibe and, you know, just from a business end of things, like set yeah. your own rules, set your own exactly. prices. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember my very first class, um, as a yoga teacher was just with my friends in the park and it was like awesome. so fun I have a photo of it actually still on my Instagram like it's hilarious it was like <laughs> seven of my friends in the park and it was so cute and I remember being so excited and I like did this awesome playlist and like it was just like such a moment you know it didn't yeah. matter that like it just it was just like such a moment yeah that first <laughs> class is such a moment like I was saying I'm, I just finished the training and I was telling them um like it's a moment because like you're exposing yourself one of the uh teacher trainers was like it's really like exposing yourself you're getting in front of people telling them what to do with their body mm-hmm. and you're also like playing this playlist playlists are really key I feel in certain communities especially in urban areas where we listen to music all day long mm-hmm. that we're used to having music and sound and then just nature. Like, think about when you go, like, camping and it's just quiet. You're just yeah. up. You're up. You're, like, you're looking around, like, <laughs> why don't I hear, like, a fire engine? Um, <laughs> so, like, a playlist is key. And this vulnerability in that first class is, like, you finish and you're just, like, oh, namaste. Hope you liked me. Drop the mic. Yeah. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I didn't have a I didn't have like a real place I wanted to go at first. Right. I just really just wanted to teach. Um, and with that being said, it didn't come from a place of being like I'm black. It really mm-hmm. did. It came from a place of like I want to teach, and I'm black. So who's right. gonna come? Who's gonna come? You know, right. I teach at um, I teach corporate yoga mm-hmm. and also boutique yoga, and both of those um, demographics are very different. So in corporate yoga, and I say that with meaning like corporation yoga studios. Um, they come in and they don't expect me, you know, and I've heard some wow. really crazy things like, oh, my God, you're so articulate. Yeah. Where are you what? from? Oh, and then like my grandma gets a kick out of it. She's like, do you tell me you're from Wrigleyville? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, grandma, don't say that. But I think it in my head because you're in the back of my head, grandma. Um <laughs> But in corporate yoga, you get different expectations and people mm-hmm. look at you different. And then you get people like Lauren and Shelby walk in in that same space and they're so happy to see you. Yeah. And secretly, I'm happy to see you too. So yeah. I'm like, come on, roll this mat out, be in the middle of the studio <laughs> and be like, bam, bust a move. We do yoga too. Um, Whenever someone asks me for yoga teacher recommendations or a yoga studio recommendation, I hands down always recommend my friends who are women of color. I have had amazing teachers who are white mm-hmm. or, you know, come from another ethnic or racial background. But I'm just always such a strong advocate for us because we're such the minority yeah, in the industry are. right now. And also all of you happen to be bomb teachers anyway. Right. So it's like, why would I not? Is you that know? right? I think it's like maybe me, you, and like a couple of us. It's like six yeah. of us who like have a consistent like uh, event or something going on in Chicago. Yeah. And I love it. Like I really like love seeing it and just like, yes, like this. Go ahead, go. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then speaking of your yoga practice, what are your core values as um, a yoga teacher? Mm. I'm really interested in that. Um, be open, like really be open. Just like come to the mat and just let it go. Um, mm. Let go of your judgment, your expectations, what to what you think I'm looking for. Mm. And if you if you take my class regularly, um, some of my students do. It's always different. I mean, I have my like my secret like things that everyone knows I'm going to do. But it's really <laughs> always different. Like it's always, always different because I don't want them thinking like, oh, I know what this move is. And if I ever catch a student doing that in my class, I'm like, mm different asana ha <laughs> um so one of them is being open um have fun laugh at yourself you are so great i just have to chime in and say that that's so evident like mm-hmm. sometimes you'll just you know like you'll say something or like intentionally make everyone laugh and that's so key like sometimes yoga can be this serious 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 thing when yeah. it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be yeah like literally I take yoga as like a funny thing. So I try different ways to get people on the mat on the mat and do fun things with it. So be open and have fun and laugh at yourself. Those are like my core things. Um Yeah, those are really like my core things when I write my sequence, do my playlist, or anything like that. And it's funny because my playlists are really like down tempo, little emo and stuff. <laughs> but like I think that that's because I'm, this is like, that's me. Like, I like that music and it helps me get comfortable because mm. my mind is always racing the whole time. Mm-hmm. So that music actually calms me down more or less than like helping the student actually calm down. That's my secret little yeah. recipe for me. Mm. Um, and this is kind of related, but, you know, the eight limbs, which I feel like we'll have a whole podcast episode mm-hmm. about um, in the future. But is there... A particular limb of yoga right now that you're really embracing or that you're just like really feeling in your life right now Hmm. (laughs) or that you've been like stressing in your classes honestly I can't even I guess the asana still Mm -hmm. so like base the basic eight limbs the one is asana um Really being, really having understanding of the asana, how it's different in your body every day. Mm-hmm. That is, um, that's the limb that we practice in America. Yeah. You know, in the Western the world, most. the most. That's you know, is philosophies, all the other eight limbs. But the asana is what I've really been stressing a lot. I just want people to get on their mat and get in their body. Yeah. So, so for those listening who might not know asana, please do chime in, Carla. Mm-hmm. But like, asana quite literally means comfortable seat, and it's the various poses. So it's what. It's what most people, when they think of yoga, think of. Mm-hmm. But actually, there's several other aspects of yoga beyond the physical aspect. But the physical aspect is obviously great and amazing and important, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been focusing on the most. Mm-hmm. I think I'm just getting ready and gearing in for my retreat. Let's talk about the <laughs> retreat. <laughs> I'm like, just like I'm just retreat. By the time this episode goes out, Carla will literally be in Costa Rica, yes. y'all. So, you know. I am leading my very first yoga retreat. I am scared. I am happy. And <laughs> I'm open to see what's going to happen. <laughs> um, I went to my very first retreat this year at the beginning of the year um, with Monica Bright. So that I was love Monica. <laughs> it was really fun to do that. And then um, I was like, let me see if I can, you know, do this. Like, it seems hard. So, I, you know, I like challenges. So I'm like, I'm going to do this, too. Huh? Um, <laughs> it's just silly, silly. Me. <laughs> <laughs> like now that I'm here, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so it's going to be a yin and yang retreat. So um, it's a whole week. And what's going to happen is 
the whole premise of the whole week is to see what type of yogi you are. Um, back to the asana, um, are you a morning practitioner or a night practitioner? Mm -hmm. So um, we get there Saturday and the first class is on Sunday and we have two classes a day mm -hmm. and how it's going to work. The first half is it's going to do more yang power um, movement in the morning and at night more yin, more relaxing, restorative. Yes. And Ooh, then, I like that. And then midweek, there's a nice little secret fire pit class that we're going to do. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to flip and set the tone for going into the rest of the half of it. And it's going to be yin in the morning, restorative, mm -hmm. and a night power. Nice. Um, came up with that because I'm a night practitioner. Um, I'm a night teacher. I'm not a morning person at all. Um, but I do teach one class in the morning and uh, I practice sometimes in the morning and I just notice how my body is different between those two times. Like what I'm able to do in the morning is a lot different than what I'm able to do at night. And I think when people have a more understanding, have a better understanding of like how they practice during the day, they'll be more inclined to practice. That's so amazing. You know, like, cause I feel like, I people, feel like I need to be on this retreat. <laughs> <laughs> there are, are you, still are you fly, plenty of tickets. Aren't you just like flying us out there, Carla? Isn't that what this is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> you guys are pretty small enough. We can get in some suitcases together. Let's do this ladies. Um, but let's go. Let's go. Um, but I think people also shy away from any workout type of situation because they don't want to go after work or, or it's too early in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I making feel excuses. Yeah, making yeah. excuses. So I feel like if I mean, you yeah. all day. Um oh, I'll just eat this food instead. <laughs> I'll just walk Mookie. That is gonna be my workout for the day. Walk my dog. Um, but I definitely Of course you brought up Mookie on the podcast. My baby. <laughs> um, but definitely like I feel that when people learn that, then they'll be more inclined to it take class so i know like i still cycle at six o'clock in the morning and the only reason why i get up because it's a black man teaching me and he's is it kellen no it's oh. anthony okay. we take anthony <laughs> i'm glad there's more than one no it's two of them no it's three of them actually that yes. another one anthony plays like kanye west in the morning and you're just like all well, right i might join you 6 a.m i feel like i need this soul cycle in is, my life so much fun <laughs> and it's very culty the lights are off this i've been to soul cycle once it was i feel like i needed to go to a different instructor to yeah be certain instructors but i that's my excuse like i get up in six in the morning is well five in the morning do that and then i'm like yoga mm -mm. i'm <laughs> teaching this yoga class but i'm not taking this yoga class so that's what the retreat's about yeah. um pretty much people who are coming austin's coming yeah uh, of yeah. course People who are coming are students that I've had, like one of the ladies that I've had, I've had her since my very first class four years ago. I love me some Eula. Shout out to you, girl. Um, she came to the mat not knowing anything. So we both were brand new, like learning about this whole yoga thing, physical. Oh, wow. And she's coming. And I want her, to, I want everyone who's coming just to learn like what was the, when is the best time for them to get on their mat? Um, and then I'll be introducing the gypsy yoga journals. So, um, that's being ha handmade. Maybe we can do a giveaway of the journal. Yes, definitely. I have extra ones. Please do. It'll okay. Be a giveaway. Oh. So, yes. how about the first person who on Instagram shares why they were inspired to practice yoga for the first time on Instagram? Tag Gypsy Yoga. Mm -hmm. Your uh, handle is gypsy.yoga. Yes. And ours is, of course, Black Girl. And on the first <laughs> one, we'll get a Gypsy Yoga journal. Yes. And you will not be disappointed. They're being handmade by uh, Chicago local Candon Arts. Yay. Oh, yeah. Candon Arts. Yes. They're handmaking them. Um, shout out to Matt. He's awesome. He let me, he really helped me understand 
what it is. So within the journals, there's mantras throughout them that I've used in class. Um, and in there, there's little ways to keep you going in your practice and also just keep you going into your outside yoga practice of That's moving amazing. and goals and stuff. Because secretly... I'm a planner and I want everybody to plan. <laughs> like if I could yes. <laughs> slide a planner to everybody in the world, I promise you life will be so much easier. True. <laughs> like it will I'm be. on the same page. Girl. So, yes. um, yeah, but I'm excited about my retreats in Costa Rica, Los Pargos. Um, I will be in Costa Rica, but no worries, people out there. I'm going to probably do a spring one. Um, well, more or less a late winter one, probably. I have a couple of retreat places hitting me up. But I want to make sure it makes sense. So that was actually going to be my next question. Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask you. So for folks like who weren't able to like sign up for mm-hmm. this one. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously going to be more. Yes. Right? I'm okay. gonna, my goal is to try to do two a year. So this okay. is my first one. So we're ending out this year. Um, I want to probably want to do one late winter. And I just need to decide if it's um, affordable. You know, um, Costa Rica is cop yoga retreat central location um but there's other places that have been hitting me up uh, other parts of the world and i'm just like tickets like it's that airplane ticket man yeah. that airplane yeah. ticket is like half um, it, it's yeah. half like so yeah there'll be more promise when i come back i will make that cool. decision to see what's going to happen and there'll probably be updates in, in november december with you as we plan the black girl and elm retreat yes yes <laughs> yes we can it's do. happening in 2017 yes is. yes i think that would be really awesome yeah. i was secretly trying to make this one that um, way yeah but, <laughs> but maybe it'll be ours too <laughs> yes exactly we can just um, all yes yes <laughs> but like going away and leaving leaving out of the concrete jungle makes it a big difference. Like when I went to the retreat with Monica, I will be honest, I only practiced like three times the whole time, Mm -hmm. but I floated in the ocean for two hours. Girl, why? Remember, remember I told you? She would not stop going in. Will you just share with everybody? Because this sounds magical and I still think about it When you went to Mexico, before you went to Mexico, I was like... So I didn't even, I didn't even do it when I went there. Oh, you... I know. So I went to I went to um, this place called Shialani. It's a private island, like off of like Mexico. Mm-hmm. You took like a boat to get there. It was like this amazing journey. So then we get there. Everyone's like, "Yeah, yoga!" And it was all people who um, you know have nine to fives. Mm-hmm. I'm a yoga teacher. We'll see y'all guys later. So um, <laughs> I literally took only three classes. Monica, uh, the first time was like, Carla. I'm like, Monica, come on now. And she's like, yeah, I get it. Um, she's like, okay. So I only took three classes. But every day I would like leave my room, go down to the beach because it was private. Like literally throughout the day between classes, I only saw two people because it was so, it was a huge island. Wow. And I just got in the water one day rolled up my locks and floated for two hours i popped up but also everyone do not do this because (laughs) i am a d1 swimmer from college so know that like i was able to like swim back in but i popped up and literally i was far away from the the from the beach swam back in and i kid you not when i came back to chicago I saw Lauren. I was like, Lauren. You were so like, brown and there's, beautiful. There's no issues. And there's, so happy. There's yeah. no problems. Yeah, you were but, feeling great. Like, people would be like, oh my God, what did it? I'm like, mm, don't worry about yeah. it. <laughs> I just like floated in water for two hours. Like, that experience of just like floating in water, like yeah. that suspension of just like not worrying. It does wonder. So that was my yoga retreat. Like That's literally beautiful. like just swimming in water. Floating in water. It was just really gorgeous. Caught up on books and just like just was in 
my own space. And that is big. I suggest to everyone to go away and do anything. A surfing retreat, a yoga retreat, um, ceramic retreat. Just go away and see how it shifts how you look at things. Well, we're going to let our listeners kind of sit with that for a second while we have a, a quick message from someone else on the Post Loudness roster. Compose Loudness, this is open-ended. A show about tech. The propaganda that you're attracted to tells me a lot. Culture, you know, if we all look the same to the cops, we're, we're all black. And a side is ass. Hands for women who like women, that's like our G-rated version of a dick pic. Wednesdays, in your favorite podcast player. Keep things open-ended. Passive screens, um, images kind of like float. Alrighty, y'all. We're back. We're back. Still chatting with Carla. Ah, what else can we pick Carla's brain about while we have her here? I'm really interested about this trap yoga. <laughs> so can you expand on like why you decided to create that and like give us more info on it? Okay. Because our listeners loved it. We talked about it several episodes ago. And we were like, someone should do trap yoga. And we definitely did it. Yes. And it definitely was, I was in pain the next day. <laughs> like, um, it was like a sculpt class. It yeah, you just had the first one, like what, four weeks ago, three weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Yeah. And I saw the photos. It was jam-packed. Yeah, it was jam-packed. Um, I had to get a microphone to walk around with because I was like, I'm not competing with future. Like, <laughs> future. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you got bars and I'm not going to compete with you. Is this the part where we rap? Come on, James. Come in and beatbox. <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. Exactly. James just had a little turn. Yes. Sap Ferg and I was having some relate. I had to like learn some of the words. It was real. It was. A, and I mean, I'm already I'm already a pirate mouth anyway. Those who've taken my class like I curse. So it was fun to learn the words. But yeah. it was definitely me articulating the trap music words. Um, <laughs> um Ray, Ray, like I wanted to do something like I do practice my sequencing yeah. um, off trap music. So. And I always think about like, you know, who would want to listen to this? And um, and also, I don't want to have people thinking, certain people coming into my class being like, this is what they expect anyway. Mm -hmm. So I always kind of steered away from it. Um, so Ray was thinking about it. And I love Ray. Me and Ray are always on um, the same music wavelength when it comes to things. Yeah. So... She was thinking about it, and I'm the follow-upper. Like, I'm the, in the planner, text her today. Yep. Text her tomorrow. <laughs> Let's meet on this day. So we sat down. We choreographed it all. It was a lot of sweating, a lot of, like, take this out, put this in. Um, and it was fun. It was only 50 minutes because I pretty much blacked out as an artist and was like, you guys are still going? Blacked, blacked out. out. I had to black out because, like, my <laughs> hips were, like, like burning so we did like this matrix movement it was like popping and twerking at the same time what? it was it was <laughs> it was reallife.com um i cannot so Real i came yes i came up with that i came up with the actual sequencing for it for people to be comfortable because mid-class people were kind of like acting a little weird i'm like when you have alcohol in your system and you're at the club and you're dancing like nobody's business and no one's watching you why can't you do that right now just sober in your body 
and move. Like, why can't you do that? We're all doing that. Right. So the mantra was fuck it Fridays. That's what was the I mantra. I love it. <laughs> I think that's our first F-bomb on the Black Girl podcast. Oh, yay. <laughs> and it's a yoga teacher doing it. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, yes. Um, Demystifying the yoga teacher. Yes. So that was the mantra. There was men there doing it. It was funny because they like trap music. So they wanted to do it too. Um yeah, but we did yoga. We did a sun A and a sun V. We did chair. We did we did like a flow, but in between the flow, you know, we were popping up with our shoulders. Um, there was a little two minute. Um, I'm on a new level ASAP first. Yeah, yeah, new level. Yeah, I'm on a new level. I'm on a new level. Yeah, that happened. I had, to, I had to learn those words. A lot of cursing there too. Excitement in my heart when I had to do that. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, the wrist, 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 yes. wrist, 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 all trap music yeah of course yeah because kids cursing bad things (laughs) um but it was fun because it was friday and it was early and i will say after class everyone was ready to go to the club they were like oh my god i worked out i don't feel bad about what i'm about to do next with drinking okay um (laughs) so and it was nice just to have like an event where um like yomosa has alcohol i'm not against that the champagne whatever yeah um but this one we just had sparkling water and um dill pickle co-op sponsored us and we had all this um vegan cheese and crackers and grapes and stuff so that was really cool to have and we just ate talked and um we showed our web series yogma that we're doing show chicago all over around with teachers from boutique to corporate it was just fun like to have that atmosphere of Knowing that you can do yoga without having, as I spoke to earlier, hum, drum, hum, hum, mm-hmm. you know, oming. Like, I, I also teach that, too. Like, I do teach that in my classes also. Mm-hmm. But no, like Lauren said, people take it so serious. Yeah. And when you get so serious in yoga, you're not even getting comfortable in your body. Yeah. You're like, my warrior, too, doesn't look correct. Oh, yeah. I'm so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I also feel like that's a great... Like, that's a great segue for somebody who's, like, new to yoga. Yeah. Who wouldn't, like, even expect that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. New it's ways. more accessible way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to ask you about? Oh, no. Let's play our game, Zakia. You know the one. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Are you scared? <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Just because we're on the subject of trap yoga. No. Yes. Okay. So, what is your favorite twerk song Oh, my moment? gosh. Mm-mm. <laughs> She's twerking y'all right now. <laughs> um, right now I think it's uh, ASAP Fur work. Yeah, because yes. like that's churning in my head all day. Yeah, like yes. work. I really love ASAP Fur. Yeah, he's his winning. latest album is yeah. really good. Yeah, he's just winning. Well, you know, secretly when people think of trap artists, they're just like they're just not intelligent, and you know they're saying whatever they want to say. A lot of New York trap rappers are rappers. Like they're. Like ASAP Rocky, yeah, well, and, and the production. Like, a rapper. It's 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 right. an art, like it's the production art. to the lyrics yes. to the way right. that they are articulating the lyrics. Yes. It's all an art, yes. and if you don't see that, sorry. Yeah, they're yeah. definitely backpack. You know, have pretty much researched old school rappers mm-hmm. like um, what's that man's name who I'm in love with? Feral Monch. 
You ever heard Pharrell Monch? Pharrell Monch. Pharrell Monch is like an old, like he's not old school, so sorry, Pharrell, but you're not old school. I love you. <laughs> um, but like he's like old school, like because he researched too, and a lot of these new rappers, especially from Joey Badass, oh, like I know who that is. very, very intellectual people. So yes, ASAP for work right now. And yeah. Schoolboy Q, yeah. that part, he's one of my favorites. Ugh. Definitely gonna try. Yeah. I like Kanye's uh, <laughs> Kanye's verse on that one. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Don't. Uh, other game. Other game. We haven't played these games in a while. Um, who would you practice yoga with? Like who? If if you could bring like one person who's not currently signed up for your Costa Rica yoga retreat with you, who would that be? I would be like I want my auntie slash mommy slash cousin slash besties Erica Badu to come take my post retreat because I want her to like she's the only person I put her in my playlist where I just don't even speak while I'm teaching like I'm like everyone Erica Badu is teaching me right now so you're like just listen to what she has to say say. like her eyes are green like Erica Badu like every one of her songs is like it contains like a message that is applicable to your life and then also that happens to also somehow be applicable about to like the yoga pose that you're doing at that exactly. moment. I've noticed that many times. Exactly. Like I'm extending out. My eyes are green because I eat vegetables, yeah. not because I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Erica. Or it like would, pack light. It's like, girl, yes. just let I'm it go. Definitely let it bag go. lady. We are looking in this room with tons of bags. A lot of bags. A lot of, of bags. bag people roaming yeah. around. Exactly. So Erica Vaidu <laughs> and Astero. People Ooh. sleep on Astero. Astero yes. is another one that I would. She literally got me through my whole twenties. Like, huh? Yes, I'm in love with artists. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know, girl. I know. <laughs> so I would want her to come to my retreat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a stereo. Erica Baidu is gonna be hard because she's busy. <laughs> but maybe she can bring her like babies with her. Oh my gosh! You know, all of them. So, she yeah. could contribute a session. She's exactly. a doula. She could talk about yes. that. She is a doula. That's mm-hmm. so dope. I already told Demetrius that I want to hire her. <laughs> he was Make like, it. how much is that going to cost? I said, I don't know. Just figure it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it would be Erica by doing a sterile. That's a good, good response. She might even be listening. You never know. Yes. You never yes. know how to reach us. <laughs> never know who's listening. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe let's end on on something really fun. Um, do you have a favorite pose? Right now, it changes every day. So right now, my favorite pose is flying pigeon. Yeah. Right now. Usually, I used to I used to be a big balancing girl because mm-hmm. probably I needed that balance. Yeah. But right now, I'm getting into more strengthening postures. So flying pigeon. Flying pigeon. Nice. And that's hips too. It's all it's all <laughs> hips. All <laughs> hips. Like hurdlers is too. So hurdlers I already made that my, you know, my itch. <laughs> but now flying pigeon is my new, my new relationship right now. So nice. yeah. Nice. Dope. Well, where can people find out more about you? Get signed up for your classes. Just yeah. get inspired if they're not in Chicago, but just like see you to, to receive their inspiration. Yeah. Um gypsyyoga.net is my website everything up there is my weekly mantra I put up on the first page of um, why I'm choosing that for the week and how it relates to my life and how I can help it relate to your life also event page is up so it shows like fun events and every time I do anything with black girl own that goes up there too um, and my weekly schedule so right now I only have six classes in the city that are open and um, only she said <laughs> only only but 
please believe every time if you walk in and you say that you heard me on um, the BGO podcast or you saw me at um, something or Party New York or anything, please talk to me at Party New York because definitely <laughs> just, yeah, you might get some interesting things out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> but uh, please, um, if you come in and you tell me that you heard me in the podcast or anything like that, drop a little name, you will be free. Class will always Yay. be free. When I see new faces, smiles, class is always free. Um, no matter where it is so yes and um, Gypsy Yoga on Facebook and I'm Gypsy period yoga on Instagram and I'm quick to the draw when you respond to me if you send me something have me a question I text DM all that stuff back first Thanks so much, Carla. Yes. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, BGO family out there. Love this. It's fun. Yeah. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Again, we're so open to feedback, ideas for guests, ideas for topics. Just shoot us an email, info at blackgirlnome.com. Follow us on all the social media platforms, yes. Black Girl Gnome. Special thank you to our producer, James T. Green, and to Kali B. and Peter Espenson for the jams earlier in the show. Post loudness. Audio.